Hello, and welcome to another episode of City on a Hill, a podcast about what it means to be a citizen of heaven and a citizen of the United States. We want to encourage Christians to find their tribe in the church and their hope in the kingdom of God, rather than to seek both in the kingdom of man. So with that, let's get to it today. Well, hello, this is the City on a Hill podcast, and I'm Eric, here with my co-host, Scott. Can you say hi, Scott? Hi, Scott. There you go. We've proven that you are here. And we're going to continue going... Happy to be a (laughs) co-host. Happy to be a co-host. And we're going to continue going through um, our short episodes, talking about the things the church should remember to remain faithful in public life. The first one we went through is, you belong to a heavenly kingdom with Jesus as your king. Secondly, we said you are exiles in a foreign land, and because of that, you are, an, you are ambassadors to the earthly kingdom from the heavenly one. Those are the last couple episodes, so if you haven't heard those, you should go back and check them out. And today, the thing to remember is the gospel is counterfeited by other lesser stories. And Scott, where would you go to first describe that idea? Well, the first thing I would do is I would go back and say those first two episodes have to do with our identity and the identity of the church. And I think that's where, when the church becomes unfaithful, it forgets who it is. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of why we started there. The other thing the church forgets when they're unfaithful, really, is they forget the gospel. And most of the time, nobody sets out to do that. Nobody sets out to have, uh, to really forget the story that God is telling them and their part in it. Instead, um, we end up Uh, adopting other pieces of other stories and adding to it or subtracting from God's story. And I just, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 4 says, For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, um, you put up with it readily enough. In other words, he's chastising them, saying, you guys are doing, you're, you're accepting these other stories mm-hmm. too quickly. And I think that's probably what um, I would caution the church about even today, particularly with uh, stories that relate to our public life or to, you know, what many would call um, politics. Right. And we, in the past, we've talked about the fact that humans are people that listen to stories. We need stories. The mm-hmm. gospel is the good story, um, and there are many other stories that uh, try to be more enticing and pull us away from the good story. Um, Paul talks about this again in Galatians. He says, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel or good news or good story. Um, not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. So again, another chastisement, another warning. Mm-hmm. Um and almost a, why would you leave the good story? Uh, this is such a good, the, the grace of Christ to which you've been called. Why would you turn to something different? So what are, what are some of the different stories that would seem to be enticing, enticing enough to listen to? Well, I, I think one of the things when you say enticing enough to listen to, the better the story, the better, the more likely it will serve as a substitute. Mm-hmm. And the, the more, you might say, far out the story is, the least enticing, in, sure. uh, in your words, it will be. And so, um, you know, some of these are, um, 
that the people might believe we, we really come from people we've interviewed on the podcast already. Um, prosperity. Uh, we really will maybe vote our pocketbooks, you might say, mm. instead of voting with regard to the reputation of Jesus. Or um, our identity. Or identity, right. Or we might vote for our security when, in fact, uh, there may be an element of insecurity following Jesus who had no place to lay his head and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, and we talked about those on some other uh, episodes, and we'll link to those in the show notes. Uh, we linked, or we linked, we talked about nationalism and liberalism and conservatism and democratism and socialism mm -hmm. with uh, at, at length at other times. And those are all stories that have, you know, you might say shreds of the truth mm -hmm. and invite us to um, think about things in a, uh, in a way that doesn't adequately bring good news. Right. And will ultimately disappoint. And uh, and the, the reality is, especially with the nationalism one and the liberalism one, well, and the conservatism one. Just keep going. I'm going to stop. I'm going <laughs> to stop right there. The, I mean, the church has, has bought those kind of hook, line, sinker. Like mm -hmm. what it means to be a church, in mm -hmm. some places anyway, is to be conservative politically. Right. What uh, it means to be a church, to be a, the church in other places is it, you, you must exercise your freedom, and we will defy tyrants at all costs. And mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, uh, we buy into this other story that is not the gospel but is American. And for the church to remain faithful, we have to um, cling desperately to the gospel and not allow these other stories to intrude. And I think especially what was so interesting talking through these five isms is that they— have a mimicking or an, even an echoing of the redemptive narrative of the good news, of the good story. Um, the good story is creation, fall, redemption, restoration brought on by Jesus. And all of these isms have something that sounds like that. And it so because of that, we're used to that. Oh, I know, I kind of know that tune. So I want to go towards that music or towards that story. And th I think that's why it's enticing as well. And some, some of it, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say we're used to it. I, in some respect, we're not used to it enough. Mm. I think I think the the thing that I would say is that we are part of our storytelling nature. Part of what makes us human is the longing mm -hmm. for a narrative that's like that. And when we hear one that resembles the real story, we you know it's easy to gravitate that direction, right? And whether we're familiar with it or not, I guess right. that's what yeah, I'm that's a good point. thinking. And I I really do. Uh, want people to be so familiar with the real thing that the counterfeits are mm -hmm. obvious. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, some of the work that the church has to do and the pastors have to do is remind people of the true story so that the counterfeits really look like counterfeits. Right, right. And we do that best by reminding ourselves of the true story exactly. over and over and over and over again. Well, I think that's good for today. Um, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and rate us uh, so you get the next episode when it comes out. If you find what we're doing helpful, a review would go a long way to helping get this to other people. Share it with a friend. If you have questions, send them to comment at cityonahillpodcast.com, and we look forward to the next conversation. Okay.